Greetings and welcome to this teaser trailer mini preview episode of our brand new podcast, Kino Quickies. My name is Dominic Delaghi and I'm just recovering from a bout of Covid, which is why my voice is a bit wobbly and scratchy. But hopefully this will be cleared up by the official launch date of the Kino Quickies podcast, which will be, I'll get your diaries out, which will be in the week beginning March the 14th. I'm making this trailer episode well in advance though because Kino Quickies is not just a podcast, oh no. It's also a series of film screenings and post-show Q&As hosted by me and our resident expert, Dr. Lawrence Napper of King's College London. There'll also be a specially invited expert guest for each Q&A and you, dear listener, are invited to attend. The screenings will all be taking place on Sunday afternoons at the Kino Cinema in Bermondsey Square, about a 10-minute walk from London Bridge Station. And the films are all examples of that much maligned type of film, The Quota Quickie. A couple of days after each screening, the podcast will land in your feed if you're a subscriber, which hopefully you will be. But what is a Quota Quickie? That is an excellent question. Allow me to explain. Quota quickie is a term that was originally used in a slightly derogatory way to describe British films that were made quickly on a very tight budget in the 1930s in response to a 1927 Act of Parliament. Bear with me. The Act was intended to limit the suffocating power of Hollywood and to give the struggling UK film industry a boost by stipulating that a certain percentage, or quota, of films distributed and screened in the UK had to be British. But... Hollywood was not about to be elbowed out so easily. In order to comply with this new quota requirement, the American studios began hoovering up homegrown British films as cheaply as possible to bundle together with their own offerings, usually paying the set price of £1 per foot of film. Such was the sudden demand for cheap films created by this that an industry sprang up to service it, with studios churning out dramas, thrillers, comedies and musicals of questionable quality on an industrial scale. Often these films took as little as two weeks to make. It's estimated that only around 5% of the quota quickies still exist, and the received wisdom is that they were of extremely low quality, although it's true that many of these films, probably most, were terrible. A significant number are of interest today, perhaps because of their historical context or because people involved in the making of them went on to become significant people in the industry or because sometimes the filmmakers just cared enough to make a decent film despite the twin constraints of time and money. And it's these occasional diamonds in the rough, these accidental nuggets of greatness that we'll be bringing to you on Kino Quickies. You'll find some more information in the show notes at kinoquickies.com about Quota Quickies, along with all the details you'll need to know about where to subscribe to the podcast, where to buy tickets, the films, the special guests, and of course, the lovely Kino Cinema and its lovely bar. But while I have your attention, let me run you through the season we have planned for you. We'll be kicking off on Sunday, March 13th at 1.30pm with a comedy murder mystery from 1933 called The Ghost Camera. In it, our hero, John Gray, played by the utterly brilliant Henry Kendall, is a very, very posh chap who discovers a camera in his car that is definitely not his. Upon developing the film, he discovers evidence of a heinous crime and resolves to get to the bottom of it. 
The film also stars Ida Lupino, who later went on to become a significant player in Hollywood, both as an actor and as a groundbreaking director, and a very young John Mills appears here in only his second film. For the Q&A, we're joined by the film critic and historian Pam Hutchinson. I hope you will accept my sincere assurance that any confidences imparted to me would be held um, uh, inviolate. <laughs> You're funny, aren't you? Am I? I don't know that I've ever been considered particularly humorous. I should think I err rather on the side of solemnity, almost morbidity. Our second film is on Sunday, March 27th, and it's Death at Broadcasting House from 1934. As you can probably guess, the action centres on BBC Broadcasting House, which back then was only two years old. And the death referred to in the title is that of an actor who's murdered live on air as he performs in a radio drama. It's based on a novel by John Gielgud's brother, Val Gielgud, who was in real life a pioneering radio drama director. And Val even appears in the film playing a radio drama director. Donald Wolfitt also appears along with a young Jack Hawkins. Our guest for the Q&A for this one is Josephine Botting, curator at the BFI National Archive. Who are you? Come out of the shadows. I can't see your face. You! Uh, let me go! Let me go! I, I swear I'm innocent! You're, you're strangling me! Hold up a minute. Parsons, that's worse. Has no producer ever tried to strangle you? The next film in the season, on Sunday, April 10th, is a very early feature from legendary director Michael Powell, The Phantom Light, from 1935. It stars the incredibly prolific Gordon Harker as Sam Higgins, a straight-talking Cockney lighthouse keeper who finds himself in a new posting at a lighthouse in Wales where some very strange things have been happening and the locals are not always what they seem. But Sam is not the only outsider to have pitched up in this remote corner of the country. Enter Alice Bright, played by Binnie Hale. What's she up to? We're delighted to welcome composer, broadcaster and silent film accompanist Neil Brand to Kino Quickies for the Q&A. I'm reporting for duty tonight. I'm taking over at the North Stag Lighthouse. Oh, are you? Any complaints? Plenty. Well, go on in, spit it out. Well, down here they say the lighthouse is haunted. And what's more, blokes go mad and kill themselves. Oh, do they? Last bloke done himself in. Oh, somebody done him in. They say it's ghosts. Who told you that? Well, the old blinking village. By the way, if this is all too much information to take in and you're still scrabbling around for a pen and paper, don't worry. It's all in the show notes along with the booking details, plus information about our special expert guests and, of course, our esteemed resident expert, Dr Lawrence Napper. That's at KinoQuickies.com and we're on Twitter at KinoQuickies. Our fourth film on Sunday, 24th of April, is a ghoulish melodrama with a local angle. It's Sweeney Todd, Demon Barber of Fleet Street from 1936. This well-known tale received the Hollywood treatment a few years ago, but the quickie version is much closer to the original Victorian potboiler and stars the appropriately named Todd Slaughter as the murderous barber and pie meat supplier. Before it was adapted for the screen, Slaughter performed the part thousands of times on stage, including at the recently demolished Elephant and Castle Theatre, where he served as manager in the mid-1920s. Joining us afterwards for the Q&A is the writer Jade Evans, who's currently writing a PhD on UK film stardom from 1920 to 1970. You have a beautiful throat for a razor, sir. Beautiful. You should know, Mr Todd. I do. Finished, Tobias? Yes, sir. 
Here's a penny. Go and ask Mrs. Lover to give you one of our biggest pies. One that will last you to all gate pump and back. Thank you, sir. Why do you lock the door? I only attend to one customer at a time, sir. And as you are in a hurry, I must give you my whole attention. Lie back, sir. Lie back. I'll soon polish you off. The penultimate Kino Quickie is a much more wholesome affair. 1934's Say It With Flowers on Sunday, May the 8th. Kate is a flower seller on Berwick Street Market, loved by all her customers and colleagues. When she suddenly becomes ill, her fellow traders stage a benefit show which remarkably features some of the most famous music hall artists of the day. This is a fascinating snapshot of a time in which these long-gone performers from the Victorian era were approaching the end of their careers. One of the music hall stars featured made his stage debut in 1872. Our guest for the Q&A for Say It With Flowers is Oscar-nominated film and theatre composer Gary Yershon. Hey, our lady, Poppins. Made a mistake, ain't you? You mean Tuppence? No, Tuppence the half-pound lady. Here, what's the big idea? You were telling me I can't see straight presently. Why don't you put your prices up in plain figures? You want me to go shopping with a telescope under my arm? Be better in your eye, lady. That ain't the way to keep good customers. You? You, you dirty, dilapidated, double-dyed dodger. And rounding off this first series of Kino Quickies on Sunday, May 22nd, is Brief Ecstasy from 1937. Like its near namesake, Brief Encounter, this early Ealing romantic drama tells the story of two people who meet and quickly fall in love, but appear doomed to be separated forever for reasons beyond their control. Hugh Williams and Lyndon Travers star as our tragic couple, and the film is notable for its high production values and visual creativity that are at odds with its low budget status. Charles Barr, one of the country's leading film historians and an expert on Ealing Studios, joins us for this final Q&A. I've never been so happy in all my life. No regrets? None. And you? No. Jim. Helen, I should have told you before. I'm leaving for India today. My father lives there and he's very ill. I've got to go. I wish I'd never met you. Jim, please don't say that. And that's it, that's the season. The tickets are now on sale on Eventbrite and you'll find a link to that in the show notes for this preview episode at kinoquickies.com. Lawrence and I and all our expert guests would love to see as many people as possible at the screenings and the post shows and we're sure you'll enjoy the selection of odd little films we put together. Come along, have a drink, watch a film, have a chat about the film and then have another drink because by doing that you will be supporting independent local cinema which will give you a warm, fuzzy feeling of contentment. What other podcast promises that? Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, follow us on Twitter, and please do tell your film fan friends about us. That's it from me, so until March 13th, at the Kino Cinema in Bermondsey Square, toodle pip. <laughs> <laughs>